This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Now we have our first guest of the morning, who is Paul Smith, the Director of Art Centre or Creative Arts Trust. Um, good morning, Paul. Kia ora, good morning. How's it going? Oh, very well, thank you. It's nice to see a bit of sun today, even though it's cold. Yes, yes, it's always nice when that happens. And I, I do like it when I'm on the radio and I wake up and it's not frosty. Uh, it's less of a panicked start to the day if I don't have to scrape the car. So, so, um, I, uh, so at Art Centre at the moment, you have your annual exhibition on. Is that right? Yes, yes, absolutely. Um and, you know, we've had to um, do things a little bit differently this year. We normally have an exhibition um, a few weeks ago at the Community Gallery, and it's a, it's a great space for it because it's large. It's perfect for group shows. And, um, yeah, we, we because of the lockdowns and, and the ongoing sort of levels, we, we didn't have the time to actually get all the work prepared and framed up. Oh, excuse me. It's just that phone. Um we didn't have time to get all the work properly sorted and um, we we ended up sort of postponing it a little bit and and now we're hosting it at Art Centre itself, which we do from time to time. We have pop-up exhibitions and mm-hmm. we've got these lovely um, exhibition screens that are portable and we just create this pop-up gallery. And so even though we're at level two, we are actually open um, for people to come in and view this exhibition. Excellent. And so where is Art Centre? Well, we're down at uh, down the southern end of Prince's Street, number 462 Prince's Street, and it's quite a cool little area. We've got the, uh, the number of really cool op shops around us, Toffs across the road, Save Mart up the road, um, Shop on Carroll just around the corner, so we're kind of on the corner of Carroll and Prince's Street, mm-hmm. and it's this lovely old um, building which um, used to be a car yard many years ago, and it's it's a bit like you know it's just a big open space with all this um, this art making equipment and and activities going on inside, and yeah, it's definitely the best space that. Um, Art Centre's had for decades. Mm. Uh, yeah, th- th- it's so open. Just such a big open space. Well, yeah, and I think it's really important that it is street level. Our last space was upstairs and that was a barrier for some people. Yeah. Um, so being on the street level, it just makes it super accessible and, you know, people, are, it's easy to find. We've got a little car park. We've got these windows, big glass windows and, you know, we, we show work in that in them all the time and with, with for this exhibition we've actually spread out the work in our both in our windows and in the pop-up gallery just to create more room and and normally um, you know we would have would allow all of our artists to put sort of three to sort of four maybe even five small works in the exhibition and we've had to limit them to one work each Ooh. and and that's that's been a little challenging for some, because they've they've got other work they want to share, um, but just just in terms of the space limitations, it's been necessary. And I mean, what you get is still you know fifty or so works that are really diverse, and and people have had to choose their best. So you know, 
it's not all bad. It's it's actually um, honed down the uh, exhibition, and um, I, I, it's a it's a lovely show, and and people can actually see it online as well. Oh. So what we've done is we've, you know, through our Facebook page, we've set up a gallery um, so people can actually go through that. We've, we've done a little virtual tour with someone going around with a camera, so that's on our Facebook page as well. But in terms of the sales, what we've done is we've set up a, um, uh, an online store through a, uh, a website called Swiftly, and, and this was a website set up during the first COVID lockdown as a way of supporting the arts community. So we thought that would be cool to try, and it just means we, we don't have to deal with a lot of that admin processing type stuff, and, and we, you know, we don't, we're not set up as a retail outlet. So all the purchases happen online, mm-hmm. and, yeah, quite a few have sold without people entering the building. Yeah. Uh, and can I ask, uh, has the Emma Johnson painting that uh, is on the poster, has it sold? I don't believe it is sold. Um, and it's actually uh, a, a diptych. Uh, a, a, there's two pieces ah. that are framed together. So there's another work that goes with it. And I mean, the work that's on the poster is this beautiful face that of a young woman and, you know, she, the, there's really bold, mm. coloured lines um, outlining the features, um, but it's actually a detail. So the whole work is you get to see the whole face and the poster we've cropped it quite tight, mm-hmm. but um, it, it is actually a little bit bigger. And uh, it's, it's, yeah, she's got a, a lovely way um, you know, with figures and and uh, really, yeah, certainly do appreciate her her talent. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, the poster is really striking. It's 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 quite something, and the way that the um, you, 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 the the elements of how it was constructed visible, <laughs> so you can see yeah. see the pencil marks through, and it just adds to it the boldness of it. Um, yeah, it's uh, yeah. yeah so, well, it is. There is a lot of really interesting work in this exhibition, and it's not just um, 2D wall works as well. There's three-dimensional works. Um, there's a woman here who makes amazing shawls, and they're just, you know, the most intricate spider-like creations. And she's sold her work. There's a beautiful black shawl. Um, there's rocks, um, painted rocks. Um, there's ceramics and these beautiful little um, um, cat and uh, and dog creatures. Um, yeah, there's, there's quite a wide variety, including textile art. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's really cool to be able to bring all those different, um, you know, different works, different artists together mm. to celebrate being creative and, you know, just continuing to be creative even though, you know, Times are a little bit tough at the moment, and uh, you know it, it just makes it even more important that we we continue to look after our own well-being and and, um, and being creative is is obviously you know the way that we support people to do that. There's a whole lot of ways people can do that, but we see the value every day in being creative. Mm. Yeah, and uh, so I, I've heard that you had some good funding news as well as uh, for helping people keep creative across the region. 
Yes, yes. So, so Art Centre itself is is primarily funded through the DHB, and that's been a long-standing relationship, and and long may it continue. But I mean, even though the DHBs are going to be disbanded, so that that actually causes a bit of uncertainty for us mm-hmm. and, and many other uh, organisations. But um, a new funder has stepped in to help us uh, expand our program beyond Dunedin. And, we, and we've always, I mean, Art Centre for many, many years has had an outreach program where we've sort of sent our art workers, our tutors, um, out to various communities, and that's included, you know, Alexandra and Omaru and Balclutha. Um But what we did this year, at the start of this year, is we employed two people in Omaru area, and we established what we call the Creative Wellbeing Program where they undertake, they present creative wellbeing sessions every week in three towns in the Waitaki, and that includes Kurao, Omaru, and Palmerston. And that's, you know, that's a, a massive development of our program. Like previously, we'd be going up there once a month, mm-hmm. and to be doing, you know, these sessions every week in each of these towns. Um, you know, it's a two and a half hour session. It's a reasonable size. Um, yeah, that that was uh, a really big step for us, and and we were supported to do that by the Community Trust of Otago and um, the Waitaki District Council, um, and it proved really successful. Uh, we we managed to recruit two really talented people. So one of them's an artist, and the other is a peer support worker, and that combination of you know, an artist who has the ability not just to do art, but to share those talents, to, you know, support people to be creative, um, and a peer support worker, so someone who has their own experience of mental illness, knows what it's like to be a consumer in the system. That has proved to be really, really helpful and uh, for people attending and, and really um, just strengthens the program and provides a safety but also um, a really strong sense of purpose in terms of the, the art making. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that program's been running um, since the start of February and the demand in Omaru has actually been such that we have recently um, had to start another session per week. So there's now two sessions a week starting this week in Omaru and uh, you know it was it was a bit of a, a difficult thing for for the team up there because you know th- there was a, quite a high demand and um, you know they're having to turn people away mm. yeah well, well, well what a success and uh, it's it's great to to hear that you've you've got some funding to allow you to to uh, to meet the need it's, uh, yeah so the, so the funding that we got was from a new fund called the CARE Fund. Um, it's an, an, an acronym, but it's funding by the Ministry of Culture and Heritage. So um, that, that will allow us to continue the, um, the Waitaki wellbeing program for the next three years. And we've just started recruiting for a team, to set up a team in Central Otago which will also run for the next three years, and that will start in late January. Um, but we're recruiting now, and we're going to you know, try and get a, a, the same sort of arrangement up there with an artist and a peer support worker 
and they'll be running these sessions in Wanaka, Cromwell and Alexandra on a weekly basis as well. That's amazing that 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 that, that reach um across um across places is always one of the one of the issues isn't it that um that big cities have services and so therefore you know if if you if you have need and live in a big city then it's there but beyond that um it it can be challenging to access access the stuff that's that supports you and yeah so to be able to to reach that that many areas it must be must feel good yeah absolutely and it, and it really is a challenge uh, especially in the southern dhb area which is the largest dhb by area in the country so it's very spread out and it is a real challenge to um, provide services in the regions and that there just isn't the services there and we, we've had to take a slightly different approach to what we do in Dunedin uh, in terms of our criteria. We have made it much more open access um, and, and we're not talking about mental illness in, in the same way, we're, mm-hmm. you know. We're talking about well-being and and things like that. Mm-hmm. Even even talking about well-being, there's, there's stigma. You know, the, the yeah. stigma in rural areas is um, is is does seem to be a lot um, stronger, and it's it does take a while to become part of a community and to make those local connections. I mean, it's it's been really important to have the team you know, uh, based in the community, mm-hmm. you know, in, in that district and, and be and, and to be able to utilize their networks and and um, and you know, just have more of a local uh, team that's that's um, talking to people from their own community. Um, so so yeah, it's um, and it is something that we we think could be, you know, uh, Done in other regions, and, and South Otago is one that that's on my mind in particular because we've had a long relationship um, with Belclusa, and we do have a part-time person down there. But ideally, we'd be we'd be running the same sort of program in that area. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, there's but, but a, the funding doesn't quite stretch that far. Yeah, yeah, there, there are there are more places to reach. There's always more places. Yeah, especially here. Yeah, the the the, the scale of things, even coming from rural Scotland, where it felt like things were spread out, um, has nothing compared to, to uh, how far apart things are here. It's uh, it's quite something. You know, the, the, um, when when I migrated, uh, you, I was given a leaflet and I had a few few pointers in it for people arriving in New Zealand. And one of them was things look further away. Things are further away than they look on a map. Yeah, and right. I thought, yeah, that 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 sums it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, not as bad as Australia, I guess. Yes, but. I guess there's there's some <laughs> levels to it, isn't there? But uh, yeah, I think for most of the world, this is this is pretty dispersed. Um, so is there anything else uh, you'd like to share, Paul? Well, I think, um, I mean, we're always um, keen to talk to people um, about Art Centre and, and what we do. If there's people in the community um, who are struggling with their well-being, if they've you know, seen someone for um, their mental health or an addiction issue, um, whether that's a GP, counsellor or whatever, it doesn't need to be a psychologist or a mental health team. Um, they can come and talk to us. Um, 
they are well, we, we are showing people around. I mean, during level two, we, we weren't actually um, showing people around for a while because we just wanted to try and meet the need that we had mm-hmm. and make sure that we were doing that well. Um, but now that level two is not going away, um, we've had to sort of reassess that and, and um, you know, we've got into a, a pretty good uh, rhythm here in terms of what we're doing and, and how we're running the space. And, and yes, there are masks and, and there is physical distancing and all those sorts of things, but we are uh, still welcoming new people if they uh Give us a call. We can um, show them round and, and uh, show them what we do. Um, and of course, you know, people are welcome to come to the exhibition. Um, you don't need to book in for that. You can just um, come, and uh, that's open from nine to twelve and one to four each day up until the fifth of November. Yeah, so um, they can pop by at four six two Princey Street, and so yeah, they can have a have a wee looky see before. Um, before even contacting you, can't they? they can see, see, see what Absolutely. it's like. And, you know, the, the, this is a great opportunity for people to, you know, get some art at really reasonable prices. This is, you know, some of the prices are just ridiculous, you know, that's so accessible. And, you know, there's a wide range of work there. So it's, a, it's, it's something to certainly look out for and, and uh you know, each year it's it's a, a good opportunity for not just the artists here, but the, the wider community. Yeah. So um, I, I'm Rob Tiger, the host on Orson Morning Show this morning. I'm I'm speaking to Paul Smith, the director of Arts Centre, who's been telling us about what's been going on there. And uh, just just before you came on air, Paul, I I asked if you were able to share uh, a creative tip for us because I know that we work together on a on um, a booklet where you you wrote about. Uh, creative writing and you had just some simple simple ideas to get the juices flowing so uh, are you able to share one with the listeners yeah yeah why not i mean we over lockdown we our team were posting almost well every day we were posting different activities and videos on our facebook page and and you know i'd encourage people to have a look at that or or have a look at they're all on our website as well um so so that's certainly a really good starting point and and a couple of things that I did just to, you know, um, try and engage with people, people that may not have, um, you know, may not be into writing or creative writing or see themselves as a writer, you know, just to try and, you know, give it a, give things a go. And, and so one of the things that I encouraged people to do was to just take a walk outside of, you know, around their house and, um, and write about what they see and, you know, take a photo and, and then put the words over top of that photo that relate to it. And, um, and, you know, we post, I posted that on my site, uh, on our Facebook page. And, it, you know, the photo talks about what it is, but you're also bringing it to life in words. Mm-hmm. And that's just a really simple little exercise. And it's, you know, through the process of writing, you just naturally start getting descriptive and, and, you know, but it doesn't need to be fancy. You can just write what you what you see and what you feel about that. Um, one other thing that we did is um, we, you know, we uh, did an exercise where you go to your bookshelf and you, um, you know, you, you look at the spines of the books and and just select the ones that you like the sound of, and then stack them up and put them in an order where they actually start. 
trying to make trying you know telling a little story, and it can be quite disjointed, but there's still you know there's still interesting coincidences mm. and 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 sentences that start happening, and that's just another little fun way to to you know create some sort of instant poetry as it were yeah both re- re- it, both sorry. really easy ways to 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 just yeah get get an idea an activity and go and go and do something something locally um we're we're near the end of time paul so uh, thank you for for bringing us up to date on that, that that's been really interesting i'm so glad that that this you know you're bringing creativity across the whole of the region that must and through your funding as well that must feel very good <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely does. So thank you so much, Paul. I've been speaking to Paul Smith, the director of Art Centre. He's been telling us about what, what they get up to there. And if you're interested, pop along to Princey Street, have a look at the exhibition or, or uh, give them a call and find out um, about what they can offer you and supporting your well-being through creativity. Thank you, Paul. No, This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.